Hello, good morning. My name is Reverend Ebenezer Saria Sumeni, and I'm so honored and I'm so joyous to join you once again. We have entered into the year 2020. That is our year of speed and accuracy. Many are happening in this particular year. But at the other day, David says something. He said, Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For thou art with me. I came to encourage somebody that the Lord is still with us. I came to encourage somebody that the Lord is still with us. I came to encourage you. I don't know whatever that you are going through, but I came to encourage you that, yea, in the mighty name of Jesus, that the Lord is still with us. The Lord is still with us. The Lord is still with us. I don't know whatever that you are going through, but as we have entered into the year 2020, 22, I came to encourage you. I came to uplift up your soul. I came to usher you into a new realm. And most of the churches are declaring the month of January as the month of new beginning. But the Lord said to me, said, this month is the month of supernatural. And I pray and I, I, I usher you into this particular month. That is the month of the supernatural. You will experience the supernatural like never before. You will experience the supernatural like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, wherever that you are connected with me, as we pray together, wherever that you are, we pray for an open heavens. We take dominion over the land in the name of Jesus. Whoever that has held you captive, the person will deliver you. The one who has held you captive will release you. It doesn't matter how giant he is. It doesn't matter whatever that he has, whatever that he has placed his soul and his spirit within. It doesn't matter where, where, wherever and the incantation that he is making in the realm of the spirit. But I came to submit to you that there is a man called God. There is a father called God. That he has called us to assign you into the mantle of the supernatural. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you so much for watching. God bless you so much for watching. God bless you so much for watching. Whether you are watching from the United States of America, whether you are watching from Australia, whether you are watching from Canada, whether you are watching from Mozambique, whether you are watching from Zimbabwe, whether you are watching from Ghana, whether you are watching from Lagos, Nigeria, whether you are watching from, from Cote d'Ivoire, whether you are watching from South Africa, whether you are watching from, what do you call it, whether you are watching from Sydney, whether you are watching from whatever country that you are watching from, I pray for you that this particular year, you shall experience speed and accuracy in the name of Jesus. You shall experience speed and accuracy in the mighty name of Jesus. I came to blow the shofar that we have entered into the year 2022. This is another Sunday. We have entered into the year 2022. And the Lord has sent to me Adin Antaya Gandasayas to speak to you, to give you a word in a season, to give you a prophetic word. That all hope is not lost. All hope is not lost. All hope is not lost. All hope is never lost. Because we have a God. We have a King. And the scepter of rulership have already been given to us. I want, I want you to understand that from the day that you were given, God gave birth to you. That was the day that that, that was the day that dominion was given to you. That was the day that God gave you the scepter of rulership. That was the day that God deferred judgment from, from, from your, your lineage. That was the day that God actually empowered you to
to take dominion in certain things. I came to encourage whoever that you are watching me that there is still God. There is still God. God is alive. Our God is not dead. Our God is not dead. Our God is not dead. He maketh things beautiful in his time. I need you to understand that once and for all. That he maketh things beautiful in his time. In the name of Jesus. Quickly turn our Bible with me to John chapter 1 verse 1 to verses 3. John chapter 1 verses 1 to the verses 3. The Bible says, It says, In the beginning was the word. It says, In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. Which stands to reason that in the beginning there was the word. And the word was with God. So until God released the word, the word was still with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. A lot of things were made by him. This is where I want us to pray concerning. He said all things were made by him. He said your mother was made by him. Your father was made by him. Your siblings were made by him. He said your friends were made by him. The business they were made by him. He said, the nation that you are staying in will be by him. He said, wherever that you find yourself, whatever that you have entrusted in, he said, it was made by him. He said, the same was in the beginning. And all things were made by him. And without him was not anything. What stands to reason that without God, there is no mother. Without God, there is no father. Without God, there is no husband. Without God, there is nothing in the world. Without God, there is no food. Without God, there is no buildings. Without God, there is no lands. Without God, there is no houses. He said, without God, there was nothing which was me being. At this particular moment, I came to enlighten you about God. I came to submit to you, God. I came to encourage you that there is a God who, who lives in the realm of the spirit who lives in heaven that is his dwelling place and he's making intercession for you and i he's overriding or, or, and overtaking anything that the enemy has said and, and trying to delay you concerning in the name of jesus this particular one i need to understand that there is still god our god is not dead and that is what i want to tell i want you to understand that our god is not dead our god is not dead our god is still alive our God is still alive. 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 Whoever that you are watching me, that your heart is sorrow. I came to encourage you that our God is still alive. And he is not dead and he's still alive. In the name of Jesus. Many may ask that, where is your God? The other day the psalmist said that a lot of people have gathered in their houses. He said, a lot of people have gathered in their houses. A lot of people are seated and they are asking certain questions. That where is her God? That where is the God of her husband? That where is the God of her mother? That where is the God of her father? A lot of people are making incantations and they are consulting other gods. They are consulting the mimic spirit. They are consulting the marriage spirit. They are consulting the water gods. They are consulting the dwarfs. They are consulting the, the true powers. They are consulting the dead. They are calling for dead. 
they are calling for Moses and asking them that where is their God? But this Sunday morning, I came to announce to you that there is a God who lives in heaven that maketh things in the he does things in his own season and he makes it very beautiful. He does things in his own season. Let me tell you a story. There was a gentleman by name Joseph, and the Bible says that it came to a time that Joseph was being sold by his brethren. I needed to understand that it comes in, in the life or in the time of a believer where your siblings may sell you out. It comes in the life of a, a believer, or there comes a, a time in the life of a believer where your siblings may sell you out. Your brothers may sell you out. They may be laughing with you, but they have sold you out. They may be, may be doing one of those things, two things with you. They may be giving you gifts, but they have actually sold you out. They don't like you. But the Bible says that when the brothers of Joseph sold him out into slavery, the situation turned around. The situation turned around. The Bible said that when they sold Joseph into slavery, when they sold Joseph into slavery, the Bible says that the moment that Joseph went into slavery, something happened in the realm of the spirit. Power changed hands. At this morning, I'm speaking to any lady that is watching me. That it looks like there is no hope. That it looks like your brother, your father, and your siblings have sold you out in the realm of the spirit. They have sold you out because they want you to worship their gods. I came to announce to you that there is a God in heaven that is that oversees other gods. That is why the Bible says in the book of Psalms, don't you know that you are gods? Listen to me very carefully. He said, don't you know that you believers are gods? And because you, have, you don't have divine knowledge and you don't have divine understanding concerning your identity in the kingdom of God as gods, you shall die as mere princes. I pray and I declare over whoever that is watching me that the enemy wants you to die as a mere prince or a mere princess. That the situation is about to turn. The situation is about to turn. The atmosphere is about to change. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that after the gentleman Joseph was being sold into slavery, the Bible says that and, 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 and until that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. Until that Joseph's word came, the word of the Lord tried him. So until that his word came, his siblings sold him out. His siblings sold him out. He went into slavery. The master, his master whom he submitted to, his wife also sold him out. He went, in, he went into prison. And after a while, when his word came from the king, Abili when his word came from the king, the Bible says that the whole atmosphere around Joseph changed. It changed. Why? Because a word has come in a season. A prophetic I speak of whoever that is watching me. That your word is coming in a season. Your word is coming in a season. Your word is coming in a season. In the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know whoever that is watching me in this particular hour. But I came to encourage you. I came to uplift your soul. I came to speak prophetically over you. That even though there is death, but there is life after death. In the mighty name of Jesus. This is just at the beginning. This is the beginning. My name is Reverend Ebenezer Asari Asume. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. The Bible says that, in, oh, is that all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. 
So without God, there is no parents. Without God, there is no semblance. So whatever that your siblings are doing to you, I came to encourage you that there is God. There is God who is going to speak on your case. There is God. And he speak in his season. Uh, prophetically, I speak to whoever that is watching me. That the tables are about to turn. The situations are about to turn. Uh, the tables are about to turn. Uh, it is about to turn. Your case is different. So the tables are about to turn. In the name of Jesus. I pray for whoever that is watching me. That the moment you enter into 2022, you heard the bad news. They delivered unto you a bad news. That that particular bad news is going to be a staircase to a good news. It's going to be a bridge to a good news. It's going to be a bridge to a good news. In the mighty name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how witty the bad news is. It doesn't matter how witty the bad news is. Uh, but I see that the hand of the Lord is about to change things in the atmosphere. I see nations being shaken. I see cities, cities being shaken. I see siblings, that the foundations of siblings being shaken. In the end, in the atmosphere, in the name of Jesus. And at the end, I see that the Lord is going to glorify you. The Lord is going to glorify you. In the same you shall receive a double honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. I came this morning to encourage somebody here. That I didn't come here to to to. to cover you. I didn't come here to discourage you. I didn't come here to, 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 to say certain things just to make you feel good. But I came with the power of God. I came with the authority of God to enforce whatever that the Lord has sent me to say. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will take dominion. You will take dominion. You will have an upper hand over your family. You have an upper hand in your city. You have an upper hand in your nation. You have an upper hand in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm shifting to the second verse. That is Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 11. We are praying. We are praying. There's an open prayer. We are praying. Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 11. The Bible says, It's about the Lord is with me as a mighty terrible one. You understand the meaning of terrible and mighty. He said, the Lord is with me. He's not only with me, but he's with me as a mighty one. And he's so terrible at the latter. When we say somebody is terrible, it's, it's like the person does not care about humanity. When he says somebody is terrible, it's like the person is about to divorce somebody. He said, as a mighty terrible one, when he's coming, he's coming with a full force. When he's coming, he's coming with the full power. When he's coming, he's coming with the full authority. I pray and I declare, I came to submit to you that in the name of Jesus, God is about to move on your case like a mighty terrible one in the name of Jesus. Therefore, my persecutors shall stumble at the Latayaga He said, Therefore, my persecutors, they shall stumble. They shall stumble. When people stumble, they fall. I pray and I declare whatever that they have put their trust within, that thing is about to crash in the name of Jesus. If they have put their trust in deities, if they have put their trust in Manuata, uh, if they have put their trust in the cradle of the coast, if they have put their trust in dwarves, if they have put their trust in tax bars, if they have put their trust in occultism, if they have put their trust in whatever that it is, I came to deliver the word of the Lord to you that it's about to end. It will crash like never before. They can't even find their remains because it has been crashed in the name of Jesus. Ibala Gadaya Mataya Bahataya. Ibele Batula Basuataya. 
2020, the table will turn. It doesn't matter how you started the year after Lakataya. I said it doesn't matter how you started the year. It doesn't matter how you started the year. It doesn't matter whether you started the year with 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 the bad news or with the good news. It doesn't matter how you started the year with discouragement. It doesn't matter how you started the year whether you started it with with with, with warfare. It doesn't matter how you started the year whether you were being caged. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Charo God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter for the for the Bible says for surely there is an end to everything. There is an end. It said, for surely, there is an end to everything. That is why there is an end to the life of every man on earth. That is why when you are being given birth, there is a time and there is a process. And when the, the, the fullness of time has, has been, has been, I mean, recognized or you have experienced the fullness of time, when you get to that season, your life is over. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It said, for surely, there is an end to everything. I don't know whoever that is going through mockery. I don't know whoever that is going through pain. I don't know whoever that is going through resentment. I don't know whoever that is going through discouragement. You have been neglected. You have been sidelined. I came to announce to you that there is a God in heaven that is about to change the move. That is about to change the atmosphere. In the name of Jesus. It says, Therefore, my persecutors. We are reading Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 11. He said, well, therefore, he said, therefore, he said, therefore. He said, therefore, he said, therefore, he said, therefore. He said, therefore, 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 he said, therefore. He said, therefore, therefore, Hadila Hataya. He said, therefore, my persecutors shall stumble. He said, my persecutors, they shall stumble. And they shall not prevail. It doesn't matter the change that the enemy will throw upon them to pick them up. To pull them out of it. He said they shall not prevail. He said they shall not prevail. It doesn't matter the depth of the region that they thought they have planted you within. They shall not prevail. They shall not prevail. They can bury you in bottles. They can bury you on the ground. They can bury you in, in, in port. They can bury you wherever. He said it shall not prevail. Because that the word of the king has been proceeded before they started doing anything. The word of the king has already proceeded. He said, The word of the king has already proceeded. I speak unto whoever that is watching me this particular morning, watching me from the United States of America, watching me from Florida, watching me from what, whatever nation, whether UK, wherever that you are watching me from. I speak prophetically by you that you will receive a word in the season in the mighty name of Jesus. I said, He said, They shall be greatly ashamed. It's a day they shall be greatly ashamed. They shall be greatly ashamed. It doesn't matter what they will use. They will use a replace of the same. They shall go through shame. They shall go through shame. And whilst they are going through that shame, you will experience your double honor. You will experience your double honor. I see a double honor coming to somebody. I see a double honor coming to somebody. It is heavier than you thought. I see a double glory coming to somebody. It is heavier than you think. I see a double crown coming to somebody. It is heavier than you think. I see a double atmosphere, a supernatural atmosphere about to saturate somebody's life. And it is heavier than you think. It in the mighty name of Jesus, but your enemies shall experience shame, great shame, great shame in the mighty name of Jesus. 
He said, for they shall not prosper. He said, whatever that they do with their hands, they shall not prosper. Whatever that they do with their hands, they shall not prosper. Whatever that they do with their hands, they shall not prosper. Whatever that they say with their tongue, it shall not prosper. Whatever that they consult to do, it shall not prosper. Whatever that they think of within their heart and within their head, it shall not prosper. Whatever counsel that they take, he said, it shall not prosper. He said, whatever thing that they do, he said, it shall not prosper. This is not the word of the Lord from Reverend Evangelist. But this is the word of the Lord from the Holy Ghost. This is the word of the Lord from Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord from God. And I came to amplify it. I came to announce it. I came to I came to blow the sofa concerning 2022. That the situation will change. No matter what it will change. No matter what it will change. No matter what it will change. I see your enemies being changed now. They have they have been placed under divine chains. I see mighty angels walk, uh, flying here and there, helter scatter, and the whole place is on chaos because they, they dare touch the eye of God. They dare touch the apple of God. I pray and I declare in the name of Jesus that whatever that they think they do, they did against you in the year 2021, in this year 2022, it shall come to naught in the mighty name of Jesus. Is that their everlasting confusion shall never be forgotten? Their everlasting confusion is that when they get to the among their, their friends, their everlasting confusion shall never be forgotten. People will sit down and discuss about them that we had about what you did to your sibling, we had about what you did to the, the dead. He said, We had about what you did to those who you were supposed to help. He said, We had, we had, we had, we had, we had. He said, We had. And we saw the confusion and all that. But we, 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 we were amazed. We were amazed. We thought you were, you were a man of honor. We, we, we thought you were a woman of honor. He said, We thought, we, we thought you couldn't do that thing. We, we, we actually perceived that you had wisdom about your ears. He said, We never know that you were once a fool. He said, We never know that you couldn't even take counsel with your own self. You couldn't reason. He said, we, we never knew. We never knew. I said, he said, they, they, they will sit down. I mean, your siblings will sit down. Your friends will sit down. Those around your house will sit down. Those in your neighborhood will sit down. Those in your cities will sit down. And they will, they will keep on thinking about your confusion. He said, your confusion shall never be forgotten. This is the word of the Lord. I pray for whoever that your enemies are, are, your enemies are perceiving you. That is about to sit down. Enjoy the life. Enjoy the atmosphere. Enjoy nature. God is about to fight for you. God is about to battle for you. God is about to battle for you. If Lucifer think he has power, who created Lucifer? If Lucifer and those who are serving Lucifer think they have power, who created Lucifer then? How many angels are in the calibers of Lucifer? How many angels did God created in the category of Lucifer? There are many angels whom God created in the category, but possibly, possibly not. Maybe you don't know about the categories of angels. But I came to enlighten you. I came to give you illumination. I came to open your eyes that Lucifer had classmates in heaven. Lucifer, he did, he did have classmates in heaven. But he was being thrown down not by God, not by Jesus, not by the Holy Spirit, by, by, by his own classmates. That stands to reason that there are angels that can contend with Lucifer. So if the angels that if there are angels that can contend with Lucifer, how dare dwarfs, 
How dare the, the marine kingdom? How dare principalities? How dare any God? How dare any deity? How dare any supernatural being to say that he is powerful than God? They have already lost the battle. 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 Nobody has power than God. It's that all power belongs to God. That is the word of the Lord. He said, behold, all power belongs to God. He said, behold, all power belongs to God. He said, behold, all power belongs to God. I came to amplify the power of God to you. I came to open your eyes concerning the power of God. I came to illuminate you concerning the power of God. Possibly they have covered your mind. I, they have covered your mind's eye. But I came to amplify to you. I came to open your eyes concerning the power of God. The power of God is there to deliver you from everything that you are going through. In the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, let's have open prayer. I pray for whoever that is watching me that is still going through distress, that is still going through distress, that is still going through pain in this particular month. And there is a solution coming. There is a solution coming. I see angels on battle array. I see angels being released. I see the cages being broken. I see the palace being unlocked. Let the palace be unlocked. Let your atmosphere be uncovered. I see anything that God gave to you deliberately. God's God intentionally came to you deliberately for them to attack him so that he will come after them. I see God going after them because of one particular thing that he gave to you deliberately so that your enemies will come after you. I, I see that atmosphere beating. I see God coming with a full speed. I see God coming with a full speed. This time, not a man can even raise up your hand to intercede for them because the mind of God has already been changed. He set them up and they are falling in the trap. When God set you up, no man can deliver you. I came to tell you again that when God set you up, no man can deliver you. I came to preach to you that when God set you up, no man can deliver you. I came to open your eyes that when God set you up, no man can deliver you. I came to open your eyes that when God set you up, no man on earth that has blood and water and, 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 and air going through him can deliver you. Because God has deliberately set you up. And he set you up to annihilate you. He set you up to kill you. He set you up to slaughter you. I pray and I declare over whoever that you are watching me. That you need God to speak for you. This year that God will arise. I see him arising. Let God arise. And let his enemy be scattered. Victory over his enemies. Victory over your enemies. Victory over his enemies. Victory over your enemies. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hello once again, my name is Reverend Ebenezer Sarah Swinning, and I'm about to study the word of the Lord. It is a Sunday morning, it is a Sunday morning, it is a Sunday morning, and we are about to dive into the word of the Lord. We are about to study something under the feet of the master. We are about to take a spiritual meal, that by the time that I'm, I'm finished with you this particular way, you'll be fully filled, you'll be fully filled. You will be extremely fair that you would you wouldn't want to eat anything. You wouldn't want to eat anything in the mighty name of Jesus. Today's sermon I have titled it the seven keys for maintaining divine speed. Seven keys for maintaining divine speed. Seven keys for maintaining divine speed. Somebody asks, what is a divine speed? You always hear about divine speed. You hear men of God speak about divine speed. But what is divine speed? What is divine speed? What is divine speed? It is a power to act 
it, it, it is a power of accomplishment given to you over and above what your natural power can accomplish in a specific time frame. So this particular power is given to you over and above what your natural power which stands to reason that you have a natural power and you have a spiritual power but this particular divine spirit dwells in the womb or dwells in the realm of the of the spiritual power so it says that it it, 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 it is a power of accomplishment given to you over and above what your spiritual what your natural power can accomplish in a specific time frame in a specific time frame so divine speed can accelerate you into unprecedented greatness. If you want to experience greatness, you need divine speed. If you want to experience breakthrough, you need divine speed. If you want to experience miracle, you need divine speed. If you want to experience all that that you, your, your heart is within, all that you are thinking about, you need divine speed. You need divine speed. You need divine speed. You need divine speed. Is that the secret of divine speed is in the hand of God. It is in the hand of God upon a person's life. So for a person to experience divine speed, it is embedded in the arms of God. So when God releases his arm and places it upon your head, that is where you will be granted the access into the realm of the spirit to experience divine speed. To experience divine speed from coast to coast. From coast to coast. In the mighty name of Jesus. We will turn the Bible with me to Genesis chapter 41 verse 40. Genesis chapter 41 verse 40. The Bible says. The Bible says. Thou shalt be over my house. And according to. And according unto thy word. Shall all my people be ruled. This is an account concerning the gentleman Joseph. This is an account concerning the gentleman Joseph. And this is what the, 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 the Pharaoh said. The ten Pharaoh said. He said thou shalt be over my house and according unto thy word shall all my people be overruled or shall all my people rule which stands to reason that joseph was in the prison and when he came out of the prison when he came out of the prison the bible says that and pharaoh said to him is that according to your word my people shall be ruled is that when i'm out there when you speak it is weightier for my people that they got to obey only in the throne Will I be greater than you? Is that the, the, the difference between you and I? Is that the difference between you and I? Is the throne that I sit on? Is the throne that I sit upon? Is that the difference between your your power and my power? Is the throne? Is the throne? The throne is the only symbol between you and I. He said, the throne is the only symbol between your power and my power. In the verse 41, the Bible says, And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. In the verses 42, the Bible says, And Pharaoh took off his ring, he took off his ring from his hand, and put it upon Joseph's hand, and arrayed him in a vesture of fine linen, and put a gold chain about his neck. In the verses 43, he said, and he made him to ride in the second chariot. which stands to reason that Pharaoh gave Joseph an authoritative ring. Or the symbol of authority is a ring. Or the symbol of authority is a ring. So Pharaoh gave the gentleman Joseph a ring which signifies authority to rule over his people. He has given him that, 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 that power, that mandate to rule over his people. So authority is always delegated. 
What does it mean? What stands to reason that somebody must give you authority before you can walk in authority? So if nobody has given you that authority, you do not you do not have any access to that authority. So authority is always delegated. God gave humanity authority. He gave believers authority. He called some and he gave them authority. He said, behold, I have given you power and authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions. So God has already given us our authority. And he has given that, that ring in the realm of the spirit. We signify the symbol of authority. And this morning I pray and I declare that let your authority be activated. Let your authority be activated. Let your authority be activated. In the name of Jesus. In verses 43, he says, And he made him to write in the second child, which he had. And they cried before him, bowed the knee. And he made him rule over the land of Egypt. He made him rule over the land of Egypt. When God grants a person divine speed, all that they have lost can be restored in Jesus. When God gives you a divine speed, all that you have lost, it can be restored in Jiffy. It can be restored in a few seasons, in a few seconds. God can restore everything back to you. It doesn't matter what you have lost. It doesn't matter what you have lost. God is it. Let me let me tell you something. Even if it, it concerns about death, do you know what the, 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 the daughters of them, um, the, 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 the daughters of what they call it, Deborah said, he said, we, we have heard that you have you, you, your daughters are your your is that your your daughter-in-laws. They are more than even ten sons that you are even weeping for. He said, he said I, 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 your daughter-in-law, are more than ten sons that you are even weeping for. Which stands to reason that there are certain people that they are more than ten people that they have passed on. I pray and I, I, I connect you to such people in the mighty name of Jesus. I, it doesn't matter what you have lost. He said, when God grants a person divine speed, all that they have lost can be restored in JV. God elevated Joseph in such a short time frame that he became Egypt's prime minister the same day he came out of prison. So it doesn't matter where you are coming from. It doesn't matter where you are coming from. Whether you are coming from Africa, whether you are coming from an Islamic background, whether you are coming from a shrine background, a traditional background, it doesn't matter who your father's name is. It doesn't matter who your father is. It doesn't matter what uh, what you call it. It doesn't matter the the, the, the kind of uh, uh, incantation that your father make. It doesn't matter whatever social power that your your father has done on your on your behalf. It doesn't matter the covenant that your father or your mother has went or gone on on behalf of. It doesn't matter. But when God speaks. It shall come into full manifestation. It shall be fulfilled. It doesn't matter the limitation that the enemy has placed upon you. Just to disgrace you, it doesn't matter. When God says yes, nobody can say no. When God says yes, nobody can say no. It doesn't matter what men have said concerning you in the past. But when the time of you to enter into this divine spirit comes, God will just connect you to your divine spirit. And you shall experience it as the same way that a gentleman... Joseph came out of prison that same day was when he was being enthroned. May he be accompanied with you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. May you experience that also in the name of Jesus. It is not just enough to receive divine spirit, child of God. It is not just enough to receive divine spirit. No, it is not just enough. It is not just enough. It is not just enough to receive divine spirit. It is not just enough. It is not just enough. 
it is not just enough but we must be able to maintain it there is one thing that is going around in the body of Christ many have received a lot of things from God but few have the capacity the enablement the strength to maintain what they have received very few very few very few have received it very few have received it but I pray for whoever that you are watching me that after this particular sermon you will receive the, the ability to maintain it you will receive the honor, the strength, the privilege to, to maintain whatever the Lord has given to you in the mighty name of Jesus so seven keys for maintaining divine speed seven keys for maintaining divine speed the first key is humility humility what is humility? Humility is the quality or state of not thinking you are better than other other people. Humility, humility is the quality or state of not thinking you are better than other people. So if you have the ability to overcome pride, you have that grace to maintain your divine speed. Quickly turn your Bible with me to Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23. The Bible says, Is that a man's pride shall bring him low? Is that a man's pride shall bring him low? But Anna shall uphold the humble in spirit. Is that but Anna shall uphold the humble in spirit? I need you to understand, child of God, that pride begins with one thinking pattern. Pride, it begins with one thinking pattern, it starts in the brain. Then and then manifest for others to see. So before you can be known as a prideful person, it started in your brain. And after it started in your brain, it manifested in your lifestyle. And those who were around you, those who were hoofing around you, they made it known that no, you are very proud. You yourself, you might not know that you are proud because you could not see what you are doing. But those who are around you can give you counsel. They can educate you. They can give you illumination. They can open your eyes to your lifestyle that you are not aware of. It is a lifestyle. Pride is a lifestyle. And until you deal with it, you can never go high in life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Also turn your Bible with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5. The Bible says it's a casting down imagination. That is where Apostle Paul sat down and he said no. I got to teach certain people in the body of Christ how to deal with pride. He said, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. So pride exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And until you deal with pride, you can never go far. And until you deal with pride, you can never walk through the, the, the speed and maintain the speed that the Lord has given to you. He said, casting down imagination and everything that Exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Bring it into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So until you bring your pride under the subjection and the, or, or, and the thought of Christ, you are very proud. You are very proud and you can never go far. You can never go far. I pray for whoever that you are watching me that in this year of 2022 that has been declared as the year of speed and accuracy that this thing that caused speed and accuracy when the Lord releases it to you and may you receive that capacity and enablement to maintain it in, in, in your humility in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm, go, I'm, I'm moving on to the second point. I'm moving on to the second point. That is 
Be strong and courageous. He said, be strong and courageous. One of the keys for you to maintain your device speed and accuracy in this particular year is for you to be very strong. Things will hit you by surprise. But you know, in order to swim in the speed and maintain the speed and accuracy, you got to be strong. So be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong and courageous. The, what, what, what is the meaning of strong? Is that the ability to do something that frightens others. Your ability to do things that frighten others. Sometimes people are, are afraid of heights. Many people from where I come from, they are afraid of heights. They can't jump from a very high thing or high building. So if you have that enablement to jump that high building or high height in, in the body of Christ as, as, an, as an example, then you, you will be known to be experienced or exhibiting courage and strong. Courage and strength. Courage and strength. So the ability to do something that frightens others will help you to maintain your speed and accuracy. Quickly tell the Bible with me to Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. The Bible says that, And God said, Have, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of, a, of, and of a good courage? He said, Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage? He said, Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee. Wheresoever thy goeth, he said, For the Lord thy God is with thee, wherefore thou goeth. One thing that I needed to understand is that this is something that you need to overcome. You need to overcome fear. You got to overcome fear. You need to overcome fear. You need to overcome fear. You need to overcome fear. And concentrate on what your natural and supernatural abilities can accomplish. So always concentrate on what your natural and your supernatural abilities can accomplish. The rest leave it in the hands of the angel under the jurisdiction of God. And that angel will enforce it on your behalf. That angel will enforce it on your behalf. So this year, take a leap of faith. And God will accomplish the rest. By doing so, you can maintain your speed and accuracy. By doing so, you can maintain your speed. And accuracy. Prophetical, I pray and I declare by you that you shall maintain your speed and accuracy in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm moving on to the third point. We are dealing with the seven keys to maintain our speed. Seven keys to maintain our speed. The third one is trust and believe God. Trust and believe God. What is trust? Trust simply means what is trust? Trust simply means firm belief. Firm belief. Firm belief, firm belief in the re, in the reliability, in the reliability, firm belief in the reliability, truth or ability of someone or something. Whereas belief simply means to accept that or something that is true, especially without proof. So when it comes to trust, you rely on what you have heard. When it comes to trust, you rely on the on, on the knowledge of what you have heard. On, 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 on certain things that somebody has said to you. You rely upon the, the person's statement. But when it comes to when it comes to belief, you don't need proof to believe somebody. You 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 surpass you surpass trust when it comes to belief. You you surpass trust when it comes to belief. So that is the that, that is the meaning of the two. We will tell you about with me to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. 
He said, trust the Lord with all thy heart. Trust the Lord with all thy heart. And lean not unto thy own understanding. And lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy path. He said, in all thy ways, acknowledge God. And he shall direct your path. In the verse 6, the Bible says, In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. In order to maintain your speed and experience an accurate result, you must focus on the testimony of others. We are dealing with trust. I'm dealing with trust. Is that in order to maintain your speed and experience an accurate result, you must focus on the testimony of others and the tangible results you have once witnessed. There are something I call tangible results. The person that is speaking to you concerning trust, has he done that particular thing before? If it, is, if it is healing in the body of Christ, and the man of God is speaking about healing, has he ever prayed for you to be healed before? That is what we call trust. That is what we call trust. You depend upon the testimony of such a one. This particular year, I pray that you will depend on the testimony of God to trust in the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. It will increase your faith to trust God because trust, I define as the firm belief in the ability of someone. The firm belief of the ability of someone. In the ability of someone. How then do you believe in someone's ability except you have witnessed his performance? So the more you, you witness the performance of God in church, the more you believe in him and the more you trust in him. The more you believe in him, and the more you trust in him, the more you see miracles, the more you see signs, the more you see wonders. That is when, that is when God will keep on empowering you to maintain your speed and accuracy in this particular year in the name of Jesus. We're going to turn about also with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. I'm reading the, the, the B part. He said, Believe in your God. So shall he be established. It's a believe in your God. So shall he be established. And believe his prophet. So shall he prosper. So when you believe in God, you shall be established. But when you believe in the prophet of God, you shall prosper. This particular Sunday, I pray and I declare that as you are about to step in a new week, you shall believe in God and you shall be established. You shall believe in the word of the prophet and you shall prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. We are dealing with the seven keys to maintain your speed and accuracy in the year 2022. Seven keys to maintain your speed and accuracy in the year 2022. The fourth one is obedience. What is obedience? Obedience simply means submission to authority. Submission to authority. Quickly turn the Bible with me to 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. The Bible says, And someone said, Has the Lord has and someone said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offering and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? He said, Behold, he said, Behold, to obey, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken. Than the fat of rams. Is that to obey is better than sacrifice. So you got to obey God in the year 2022. To maintain your speed. To maintain your speed. You got to obey God. You need to obey God. I need to understand that the church is living in the days whereby obedience is very difficult for them to apprehend and comprehend. 
obedience is very difficult for the church to comprehend and apprehend. But it is better to obey God this year to maintain your speed and fulfill whatever and forfeit disobedience, and so shall it be according to your faith in the name of Jesus. As Samuel said, he said, Does God delight in burnt sacrifices? Is that that God delights in burnt sacrifices than obedience? Which stands, which stands to reason that God chose obedience over burnt sacrifices. So I needed to obey God this particular year. That this particular year, no matter what I will obey God, no matter what I will obey God, no matter what I will listen to God, no matter what, whatever that God is speaking concerning my life, it shall come into full manifestation and I shall forfeit obedience, disobedience. In the mighty name of Jesus, for my speed to be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. I'm moving on to the fifth one. We are dealing with the seven keys. Seven keys to maintain. Seven keys to maintain divine speed and accuracy in the year 2022. The first one is Anna. Anna, what is Anna? To show great respect for someone or something, especially in public. To show great respect. For someone or something, especially in public. Quickly turn about with me to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. The Bible says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the fruit of all thy increase. Is a soul shall thy bounds be filled with plenty, and thy press shall burst out with new wines. And thy press shall burst out, it shall burst out with new wines. I pray for whoever they are watching me that you will be able to honor God, receive that grace, receive that mantle, receive that garment in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, I need you to understand that divine favor is not automatic. Divine favor is not automatic. If you want to maintain your godly fulfilled speed for 2022, then you must be willing to honor God in your diverse forms and kinds must be willing to obey God and honor God in your in, in diverse kinds and forms. For instance, in Proverbs chapter 18 verse 22, the Bible says, is that whosoever finds a wife findeth a good thing. Is that whosoever findeth a wife, he findeth a good thing. I'm taking it again. Whosoever findeth a wife, he findeth a good thing. He findeth a good thing. And obtain favor of the law. And obtain favor of the law. So when you find a wife, you have found a good thing. And then after you have found the wife, you will receive or obtain favor in the eyes of God. You will receive favor in the eyes of God. This stands to reason that marital favor is not automatic. There is a clause which goes like, except a man finds a wife when it is then that you are guaranteed to enjoy that favor. So there is a cross attached to find a wife. That the moment that you find a wife, you receive a marital favor. I don't know whoever is struggling to experience marital favor. But I pray and I declare for you in the name of Jesus. That you shall experience marital favor this year. To those who are married, receive that marital favor in the mighty name of Jesus. This year, I will encourage you to honor God. In order to maintain your divine speed in the name of Jesus. We are still dealing with the seven keys to maintain your divine speed. The seven keys to maintain your divine speed. We're going to turn the Bible with me to 
Romans chapter 6 verse 14. The sixth one is dominion over sin. Dominion over sin. Dominion over sin. Romans chapter 6 verse 14. The Bible says, For sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are not under the law, but under the grace. What is sin? Sin simply means missing the mark. So when you miss the mark according to the laws of God, according to the scrolls of God, according to the word of God, that is when you have erred, you have erred the word of the Lord and you have sinned against God. So sin simply means missing the mark. Missing the mark. So this particular year, I pray that you have power over sin. You have power over sin. I need you to understand that grace is an unmerited divine favor in order for you to overcome sin, which have been set in motion to pull you down. To pull you down. By delaying you, you must dwell under the grace of God. So that is one of the keys that it will enable you to maintain the speed, to maintain the speed and accuracy. To maintain the speed and accuracy is to dwell under the grace of God. Is to dwell under the grace of God. Is to dwell under the grace of God by having dominion over sin. I'm going. I'm, I'm moving on to the seventh point. I'm moving on to the seventh point. That is a seven keys to maintain. Seven keys to maintain speed and accuracy in the year 2020. Seven keys to maintain speed and accuracy in the year 2020. The seventh one is prayer. What is prayer? Prayer is man making a declaration and pouring out his heart to his creator. That is God. So when you go before God, you are pouring out your heart before him. That is when you, you pray to God. You pray to God. We're going to turn the Bible with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17. The Bible says, it's a prayer without ceasing. It's a prayer without ceasing. It's a never get tired of prayer. It's a prayer without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. To pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. So I have come to the end of the seven keys. The seven keys. The seven keys. The seven keys. That will enable you, that will enable you to maintain your speed and accuracy in the year 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Reverend Ebenezer Saria Swing, and I'm the lead pastor of Purple Fire Online Ministry. I pray for whoever that you are watching me, that may God be with you. May, may God enlighten you through this particular message. May God empower you. May God fortify you. And we declare over the atmosphere which this particular message was being preached, that let the Lord endorse this particular message. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray one more time that as the message comes to you, may your heart receive the message and may your mind and your soul be prepared for this particular message. In the mighty name of Jesus, have a lovely Sunday. Bye-bye.